Director's Note, Thursday, February 28th, 8.08 p.m. I cannot help but feel that something is not right with the recording studio. Jason and Noah are on pins and needles, and Phoebe, my cat, keeps hissing at nothing and looking over her shoulder suspiciously. When I open the sealed studio door and lit the candles to my Ozzy Osbourne shrine, as I do every night, a strange breeze blew all 50 of my candles out, and I thought I detected the faint smell of tofu cooking. Strange things were missed at the Circle K. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard and an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to Director's note, 8.30 p.m. Despite my chilling experience earlier in the night, I've decided to proceed with the podcast to avoid the phenomenon known as pod fade. Hopefully, I won't regret this decision. Good evening, and welcome to episode 31 of Channel Massive. 31. 30 freaking one. 31. I think this calls flavors. for a three-hour long podcast. No, maybe not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, did you guys hear that? Director's note, 8.32 p.m. Jason is a sensitive and as such can sing every part of every show tune ever written. Also, he has the power to sense the dead. No, but it's like the lights are dimming. What the hell? We must have an electrical glitch or something. I don't know. Maybe it was nothing. Uh, anyway, anyway it's episode 31. Uh, we're here at, in, in Mark's basement. Post GDC, our oh, yeah. hosts are yeah. It's like the GDC Jason. hangover. Uh, Jason, Mark, and Noah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, is that Jim? You hear Jim? No, I'm hearing Jim. Uh, maybe the uh, let me. It might be something wrong with the Jim? audio. Jim, are you yeah. there? I'm not, not sure what that. Jim, is that Jim? What are you talking about? Whoa, dude! I swear to God, I'm hearing Jim. Did somebody leave a window? I'm hearing Jim. What? That's really weird. Director's note. It's now 3 a.m. dead time. Jason has been heard by Jim. Somehow, Jason's extreme sensitivity has bridged the gap between our world and the dark realm of bicycling vegans now inhabited by Jim. Directed by Jason, now wearing a huge pink muumuu, bunny slippers, and hair curlers, we will attempt to bring Jim over. We call this The Conjuring. I sense a presence in this house. What the hell? <laughs> What's wrong with Jason? I'm going to check the window. There is a presence in this house. Shh. Quiet. 
Jim, come into the light, Jim. Come into the light. It's just right around the corner, Jim. I can see you. What the hell is Jason doing? You can see Noah. You're almost Uh, there, Jim. (laughs) Go into the light, Jim. Into the light. Ah, Oh, my God. It's Jim. Did you see that horrible vision of evil? Wait a minute, it's Jim. It is Jim. Jim's crossed over. Oh my god. I brought him back. Where I don't know how it happened. Where have you been, Jim? On vacation. Oh. oh, okay. oh on vacation. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. I got a letter from IGL, uh, the, the management. It uh-huh. said if I didn't come once a month that I wouldn't get benefits anymore. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, Quote-unquote yeah. benefits. You don't want to lose those benefits. So I'm here for my monthly. Well, now you can <laughs> you know, you know, can safely play uh, MMOs at an overpriced subscription rate. <laughs> I'm glad we could extend it's that true. benefit to you. Yes. Awesome. Well, Jim, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to bring you back from the, from the brink of wherever you were. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Your, your, your powers, your gift is, is really strong. I don't know why... Jason had to like massage his own crotch to pull it off. But, <laughs> but, yeah, it was, that was, was, well, was a little did you bit think I was vacationing. <laughs> I <guess> so. well, <laughs> it was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so that's just ectoplasm all over the place, then, huh? Well, yeah, yeah if that's what you want to call it, <laughs> ghost spooge. Well, so what the hell's been going on? Where are we? Well, we we're in episode our, thirty-one. We're in episode thirty-one. We have the full team assembled. All four. The Death Star is armed and fully operational. Yes. Let's build something. Okay. Let's build a bridge to peace. <laughs> I thought we could build like <laughs> never works. <laughs> a forklift into a tank or something and take on the bad guys. Oh. Okay. Okay. That'll be for peace. <laughs> for peace. Yeah. In a tank. I like it. Must Tough be one. out of the Bush, the Bush administration peace plan. Hey, we said we ne- we vowed never to get political. Fucking motherfuckers. So. You're right. <laughs> I was just talking about the M team. Oh, the M team. We need our van ready. How's the van coming? Well, but we're captured here. We need to, like, break out, and by that, we'll, we'll take, you know, some pieces of uh, odd things and put them <laughs> together. and Discarded PCs and game boxes. <laughs> And a cat Kind of like box. your meme cabinets. <laughs> oh, but we won't mention those, will we? Oh. Hannibal Noah will lead us. Yes. Hannibal Noah. <laughs> All right, let's get on with this show. Director's note. Final entry. The palpable sense of evil in the studio is gone thanks to Jason's newfound sensitivity and our hard work in conjuring Jim. As I view my co-hosts, Jason and his moo-moo and curlers, Noah drinking yet another 40-ouncer of Old English 800, and Jim with his newly haunted stare. I can't help but wonder which one I will kill first. Now that the demon Zul Katar has inhabited my body, taking advantage of our breach into the netherworld of vacation and my weakened state due to the combination of the flu, too much cold medicine, and seven Jack and Cokes, the demon now shows me dire visions of wanton destruction and bloodshed. Soon I will kill them all, and then later I will feast on their entrails. But first, I must finish this podcast. It's time for the mailbag. Mailbag. 
It's mailbag, mail time. We got a bunch of mail, and here it comes. Mailbag. Actually, it's only that's one. My, that's my uh, Paul, uh, Paul Schaefer Paul Schaefer invitation. That was right good. There. That was really good. Because he always does those I was just going for things. the evil spawn mailbag. Yeah, right. Mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> Which used to be called Meatbag, but now it's Mailbag. Right, mm. right. <laughs> Actually, I think we should change the name to just Derek's Corner. Yeah, we should. Derek's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, no, bring us in with this, with this wonderful email from Derek. Derek showed us some love again this week, and we are very appreciative of it. He's the only one who showed us, <laughs> showed us any love. I'll, I'll give you some love later. Oh, dear. And he actually gave us a lot to talk about this time around, so we don't necessarily have need for other emails this episode. No, and that's not Fuck saying those that other we don't, emailers. That's not saying that we don't want to get email from other people. We're just saying, you know, come on, Derek really stepped up to the plate here this week. He set he, the standard. He set the standard. The so, so the rest high. of you, yes, must so follow high. suit. Yeah, losers. Write us at mail at channel massive M A I L. And we're just going to leave it at that this episode. Email us at mail at channel Mailbag. Anyways, I think. Jim's crossing to the dark side brought back a <laughs> Yeah, I know. Am I ha- and you know what? This time, I'm not bringing you back. The power Dude. of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. This room is clear. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek starts off. He actually has referred us to an Asian MMO. And he cannot give any info on what it's about since he lost interest within an hour of play. That sounds like most Im- Asian MMOs that I've played as a I can't Western wait to gamer. <laughs> I, just, I think it's RF Online that he, he wanted to bring to our attention, but I've, I've actually played that for a brief period. I probably played it for as long as he did. He said, I played it for, I lost interest within an hour of play. As did I, Derek, as did I. And the next he went on to, what do you think is the breaking point on monthly payments for an MMO? Mark Jacobs has, start, has stated that war will cost a bit more than the standard billing rate of fourteen ninety nine. At what point will gamers draw the line and raise the proverbial middle finger? And so I'm not on. I'm not holding up a proverbial mi- middle finger. I am pu- holding up a middle finger right now. Not, there's nothing the proverbial are. about this. Yeah. Oh yeah, eight of them. <laughs> so within Derek's examples, he says fifteen ninety nine, only a dollar more than the current market. Nineteen ninety nine, that's only five dollars more a month. Hell, a kid in high school working part-time at Walmart can afford $5. $25.99. It's only $11 more. That same kid can still afford it. Hell, he probably doesn't even drive anyway. $29.99. $15 more. Big deal. It costs more to put 10 gallons of gas into your car. $40 a month. <laughs> so I don't buy a new game every month, no matter since I'll be sinking too much time into this MMO to play other games. Control some of the war and other MMO forums. Ask the question regarding subscription and you'll find similar comments. Well. And then he has a shameless plug that basically says, I mean, and it's not, and he's he's not involved with Force of Arms. I clarified this with him earlier in the week, by the way. I just, I asked him flat out if Jason he was. Jason more renegade activities. You yeah, pull him in, Mark. Yeah, I, I asked him flat out if he was actually involved in the development of this game. And he just said no, he was just kind of a fan watching the development of this game intensely. Did you write him a love letter? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> well, I have it right here. Anyway, he said the developers of Force of Arms are looking into another subscription model that allows players to purchase blocks of time. 
uh, that way the player is getting more bag for the buck. I'm so not. It's kind of like renting a game. Well, I don't know that exactly for sure. I don't know what blocks of time actually mean. I don't know if they mean hours, weeks. You know, if, if it's a month, then it's just a subscription model. That's all it is. So I, I'm not sure what what they mean exactly by blocks of time. Well, Jason, exactly. at what point would you? How much would you pay monthly for a subscription to an MMO? Probably nineteen ninety nine. Wow, Jim. You know, I don't. You know, and seriously, do you see a, a twelve to seventeen year old kid blowing forty? He, he says, "Oh, forty dollars." You know, it's like no, no, you're not going to be able to. I don't care even if you're like have fairly wealthy parents. No wealthy parents going to. They're going to look at forty dollars a month and go, "What the hell are you trying to pull on me?" You know, there's no way they're going to pay forty dollars a month for a subscription rate. Jim, what do you say? <clears throat> I say fifteen to twenty dollars is is pretty pretty good range. You know, I, I I think if you paid more than what you pay for your ISP service, then yeah, you know, that's pretty stupid. Mark, I think it's absurd where it's at now. I think it should be a lot lower. Same here. I think fifteen bucks is too expensive. I think you know, and a lot of you know that that's where the whole microtransaction thing comes into play. Basically, the way it's set up now, most people can only justify playing one to two different MMOs a month. Yeah, well, I then mean, you have to pay fifty bucks for it at the get go. It's, it's with everything, with yeah. all the costs and everything. It's like you're paying for a new game every month. Exactly. Well. Yeah, and the problem is, it's not. I don't think it's it's equitable with what you're getting out of it. Uh, maybe the time, if, yeah, maybe you're, if right. you're a hardcore raider or somebody, one of those types where you're playing it, you know, 25 hours a week or more. Maybe well, and if then they were it's giving you, you know, City of Heroes for a while was giving new issues and tons of new content, and those issues or new features, and that hardly ever happens. You get patches in the other games. Yeah, and that's all you're getting for your monthly subscription. You're getting the servers are up and support and stuff like that. And yeah, patches. it seems like their their free added content is becoming further and further between each other. Well, you to have to pay it. for it in an expansion pack. Yeah, I like the guild. Well, Wars no, I mean, even then, you know, like Lord of the Rings Online has those books that they keep adding. You know, but they're so few and far between. Sometimes it seems like that. You know, it's like you might have to wait two months for like another update to happen, like another major update to come out. I like what the ArenaNet guys did with Guild Wars. They're not going around proclaiming the death of PC gaming. They're not crying because they can't topple Warcraft. What they did is they made an MMO that some people say is an MMO, but it's a it's a game with competitive play mm-hmm. that they release. Uh, what is it? Every six to eight months, they release an update, and that costs you the same as a normal game. And then you don't have any subscription fees, and they make their money by re- by continuing to motivate themselves to release. These updates and they're big updates. Well, they're, yeah, they're, it's a full, they're just full they're blown full expansion expansions, maps, right? Yeah. And they're very successful. They have millions of players. Yeah, I think they. There was like a you know, like four million? latest update. No, actually, it was five million. Five million. Five million, five million yeah. people are buying their games, and they're buying those updates every whatever it is. Cool. Nine like months. It's an episodic MMO, basically. It is, and and they're That's doing fine, and they're not they're not struggling. They're not having any troubles. They're doing better than everybody but Warcraft, probably. And and so people say, well, you know, they got to have these high subscription rates. And I think, well, people have proven that you don't need it. What was Let's the uh, next topic Derek came around with? Derek also brought brought up market saturation. Do you feel that within oh, let's throw out twenty years from now, 
that there will be so many MMOs trying to cash in on the potential that we experience something akin to the 1983 video game crash. Could we start seeing major corporations getting involved trying to replicate Blizzard's success? Similar to the game Chase the Chuckwagon back in 1983. <laughs> fucking dog food game. Or is it impossible to make the comparison due to how easy it was to program games well, 25 years well, ago? I hate to break this to you, Derek, but companies are already doing that. You may have heard of an uh, MMO called Pirates of the Caribbean Online. You know, yeah, they're already tying in their... Hello Kitty, Amazon.com. Yeah, yeah Hello Kitty... Uh, you know, Hello, Hello Kitty Online, you know, guy, you know, don't, like I said, I, I brought this up earlier in the week, you know, My do not, pony do not invoke the name too often or else we may actually it bring happen. it into our reality. You know, and, you know, there might be a Barbie Dreamhouse Online or Age no. of Smurfs or Age of something Smurf. like that, you know, <laughs> it could, it yeah, could get really bad here. Smurfing with the Smurfs. You have to have an of or a age of the rise of the Smurfs. Yes. So my 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 point is is that it, it's already here. You know, yeah. we're, we're already starting to see age stuff like Smurfs. that come out. <laughs> well, that's a scary thought. Uh, it it's kind of funny how companies do start to get on board stuff. I think it's really funny. A lot of the bigger companies started to set up their big marketing presences and. Um, games like Second Life and everything and then of course it, it like Second Life has had basically the, their version of the dot com bust oh yeah they're like everybody's pulling out everybody's of bailing everybody's like well that was a bad idea but they wasted <laughs> millions of dollars setting up shop in there and now it's like oh geez it's just a world where people make giant flying penises that attack people and bouncing breasts and yes and oh yeah don't forget don't breasts. forget about those Lexi they continue to bounce after the character stops moving so <laughs> it's probably logical that as as games develop the the, the lines are going to get blurred between like all these social networking websites yeah and games and stuff like that for people who are just in it for the social play Oh, yeah, I've seen, like, IMVU and some other things that were, like, previously glorified <laughs> AIM clients, and now it's like you have a 3D avatar, and you can obsess over your wardrobe, you know, it's, I think you can um, resell, like, in, in, out of, you can resell, like, um, merchandise in it, like, MP3s and stuff mm -hmm. like that, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, the lines seem to be blurring, and the cost of entry is getting lower, because people are building these platforms for MMOs or, you know, the, the basic technology toolkits. So, yeah, just outsource yeah. it, license it. Yeah. And we have a news story later on about that that kind of relates to this. I think, I'm not sure we're going to get a video game crash experience, but I think in the short term, not even in 20 years from now, in the next five years, we'll see a lot of commercial money throwing at the genre. If we haven't already seen it already with all of the canceled and failed MMOs that have happened. Yeah, Microsoft is like the death of all MMOs they touch. Yeah. They should really just give it up and concentrate on... <laughs> on what they do worst. What they do worst. <laughs> developing <laughs> Windows-like operating systems called Vista. Yeah. And call it Windows-like because it... Well, doesn't, <laughs> it's kind of like it. It's kind of like it. And the last thing that Derek brought up was his opinion on a Kotar MMO. He says... Kotar should not be an MMO, and for people to think that it will be made into one is a dumb idea. If anything, Kotar should be made to play similar to Diablo 2. Better as a co-op game, not an MMO. If Kotar were made into an MMO, I see 90% of the player base playing as Jedis with maxed blaster reflection defenses and dual lightsabers. The other 10% will play as HK-47, and I base this claim on absolutely nothing at all. Which is funny because that's exactly what happened in Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Yeah. Once they introduced the Jedi, that was... The- yeah, so it is actually kind of funny that he goes, I base this claim on absolutely nothing at all, but but I picked up on, I think, what he was trying to, trying to say there. Um, however, I do disagree with the point that, you know, Knights of the Old Republic MMO would be bad. I think it would be awesome. I, I'd love to see something done in that time period. I think the only other viable option would be something set between Episode 3 and 4. Um, but I'd, I'd love to see something in the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, but according to, to LucasArts, they said it's a niche. Kotar is yeah, a niche. Yeah, it's a niche. And the Star a big-ass niche. Yeah, give me a break. A very popular big-ass niche, which is way more compelling than anything that LucasArts has done with their movies in the last 20 years. Oh, maybe, oh I mean it, too. Oh, oh I mean it. Burn. Burninator. I wonder how much of that attitude comes from the fact that it took another company, not LucasArts, to make a really kick-ass Star Wars RPG. Yeah. That's probably the biggest, most high-profile Star Wars game that's come out since, I don't know, TIE Fighter. There's been tons and tons and tons of Star Wars games since then. The other other anticipated... Well, actually, the the other anticipated games with the Star Wars license was the Lego Universe games, (laughs) which actually I hear are kind of fun and pretty popular. Not made by LucasArts, though, just public. No, no, and... And of course the the upcoming Force Unleashed, which of course everybody is just whacking yeah. off to every time they yeah, hear does, about it. Does it does look pretty cool. It does look pretty good. Yeah, yeah Jim's doing Jim. it as we speak. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I agree. I agree with them to some point in that it depends on who makes the MMO. Um, if if it's somebody like yeah, we don't even know that Bioware is even like working on one. Our good either. friends over at P two or some other fucked up. No, they're done. Those company. guys are dead. Well, I mean that's so hypothetical. That's it, I mean that's just with any game, no, right? Well, I mean yeah. you you throw that out there and it depends on who works. But on that's it, what sure. I mean. I mean only a few people could make could make a game with a, such an unbalanced class as the Jedi and a Sith Lord work, or else the whole game is going to be nothing but Jedi's and Sith. I mean, that's all they're going to... That's what I would want to... I'd be a Sith dude, probably. I mean, that's all I would care about. I'd still want I would to not be. want to be a fucking table dancer. I'd still want well, to be a smuggler. maybe an alt, but, you know... I'd, I've always wanted to play the Han Solo type. You know, that, that's that been my... That'd probably be the other third. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's going to be, hunters. like, the bounty hunter. It's going to be Boba Fett, Han Solo, Jedi, and Sith. And a couple of weirdos who like to just play like their clarinet in the cantina. No offense to you, Noah. No offense to you. I don't want to play an Ewok. Oh, yeah. Lucky! <laughs> well, I do like. I liked, I liked his reference to HK-47, of course. Yeah, he, that is the coolest NPC of all if time I could in play a, a, death, a deathly evil. Yes, meatbag. Yeah, exactly. Meatbag, the greatest guy. thing ever. What do you think, Noah? I think Kotar would make a good MMO. It's a proven property. It's a proven niche. But what about like balance? In terms of balance? Bringing balance to the force. <laughs> you know, if you, if you can already predict what people want to do, How dare just you let them do it. <laughs> yeah. Rather than build in some kind of funky constraints and make them play stuff that they're not really as enamored with. Yeah. Because more than likely, unless there's some amazing revolutionary gameplay, which in most MMOs there isn't, it's just a refinement of the same thing, people are going to want to engage in that same gameplay that they already know, but they want to do something cool, which would be one of the most popular character types from the actual storylines. Let's just let them do it. Replicate I agree. the Clone Wars, whatever, you know? Jedi's fighting 
stormtroopers. Yeah. The biggest Can point I play is a thousand stormtroopers because that's what it would take to be a Jedi. <laughs> I think the biggest right point is is that as long as it doesn't suck, then do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's all I care about as a Star Wars fan. I'd say do it even if it sucks, you know, because then nobody will buy it, and you know, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. out the door, and we'll let them fix it over the next three years. Yeah, it's like the Vanguard. Uh, yeah, exactly. The Vanguard hope someday they'll turn that ship around, and it's gonna come. It's gonna sail in, and it's gonna be beautiful. So, so sad. A big thank you to Derek for giving us so much to talk about. Thank you, Derek. Yes, that wraps us up. We will refer to this uh, segment as Derek's Corner <laughs> for this week. For this week, for the next week, we hope to hear from Derek again would be great. And anybody else who wants to write us. And just... Kanker, man. The guy's been quiet. Yeah. I don't know what happened yeah, to him. I don't him. know what happened to Kanker. Perhaps when we had that whole I hate Kanker secret episode, he... He got a little sad with us. I don't know. <laughs> but then, you know, he was gone roughly the same time that Jim's been gone. Hmm, I wonder. Hmm. <laughs> so if you want to be Jim on the... Jim is known for his canker sores. If you want to be on the show in the next episode, <laughs> just write us at mail at channelmassive.com. You'll be gloriously read and responded to next week. And now, time to get into what we've been doing this last week. <laughs> you mean what we've been playing? Yeah. No, what we've been doing. What have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> what you been doing? What you been doing, what man? Been doing? A little cross-stitch. <laughs> <laughs> Working on my patterns. <laughs> Jason, what have you been playing? Uh, let's see. I- I've been playing a lot with my wee-wee. Oh, I mean my Wii. Sorry. Oh. I always wanted to say that. And you did? I've been doing... I, I have not touched a single MMO what at all. What the hell? Well, you know, this past um, week, I just haven't done it. I know, I feel like I should, um. I should be disqualified. So what have you been playing if you haven't been playing an MMO? In- oh, yeah, I just, you know, I just haven't been... I haven't had a chance, I guess. I've been playing Wii exclusively. Wii. So what have you been playing? Uh... Answer the question. So what exactly have you been playing, motherfucker? I've been playing Guitar Hero 3. Are you playing any games? Yeah, I am am (laughs) playing games. Uh, Guitar Hero 3. I'm still trying to conquer hard mode, which, of course, is not going very well because I suck so incredibly bad. And uh, Super Mario Galaxy, which I've totally become addicted to. Wow, how far are you in it? Um, How many stars? I don't know. I, I know. I think you know. Asked me the same question mm. the other week, and I, I don't couldn't think he's answer. Really playing it. I don't think he is. No. I think he's just watching the title screen. I think his son's <laughs> doing the playing. Shit. <laughs> no, my son's actually distracting me while I'm playing it. So it's kind of like Dead playing. Kids. It's yeah. like playing dodgeball. You really put that little guy down because my son's always trying kids. to reach for the controller <laughs> as I'm playing the game, and he's like, "Yeah, let me play." So I've been doing that. I think I'm on the third galaxy. I think it's really fun. What I like about Super Mario Galaxies is that uh, you can play it in like little chunks. Like each level is like yeah. really short. Mm-hmm. And that's an intentional design decision that they. Yeah, made. and I, I really like that though because it's you know, and, and it's not that it's not challenging in that sense. That, that some of the levels are just really stupid hard. Uh, you know, in some points, but they never feel like so impossibly hard to where you want to give That's up altogether. You know, where you're like, screw this, and you want to throw your Wii controller into your TV or anything like that. So, you know, I really like that design of, of the game where, you know, you could just play it in small little chunks. Every level is just, you know, really only lasts maybe, 
you know, maybe five, ten minutes to yeah. get through each level, you mm-hmm. know. I really dig that part of it. How about you, Jim? What have you been doing? Yeah, <laughs> month. Working. Oh, this month? This month. Yeah. Uh, I, I know, because we have like a whole month to catch up. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I've been working and working. I was Re- recuperating. Recuperating, working, traveling. Think about, yeah, traveling. I think when I was on the traveling plane, I played working. Bubble Buster and uh, and uh, Solitaire on my phone. So that's your excuse for not showing up to record the podcast over this past month or so. Um, Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Before that, I was playing uh, when we all went to the, the store that one day. <laughs> I bought <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> 2. You've been playing that for the Xbox? I did play some of that, but it's been a while. Web yeah. physics are awesome, huh? Well, Jim, a- Jim, the thing is, is that I have some other information. I'm, that- just, I'm just here for, <laughs> no. for moral support. No. I have some other information. I, and oh, I've sent no. our no. internal affairs <laughs> operatives to work again for no. us. Jason's oh, pulling another letter out of his back pocket. This was faxed into me earlier this morning. <laughs> It's amazing. Our Jason's <laughs> network of spies is, is and they, they basically they 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 got into your computer and they they found this kind of manifesto of of why you haven't shown up to record the podcast <laughs> over the past month or so. Oh dear! And it's, it's it's and this is titled. I don't know why he titled it this way, but he says top ten reasons why I haven't shown up to record the podcast. That's all it reads. Wait, as. can we have a drum roll? Okay, so it starts out. It says, reason, num- reason number 10, MMOs? I thought this podcast was about Radiohead. No. Reason number 9, why aren't we talking about boobies as much as I like to? <laughs> <laughs> I do see that as a valid yeah. concern. We've really slipped on that. Reason late. number 8, if this MMO does, doesn't have spandex that accentuates my area, quote-unquote, <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> reason number 7, Sniff. Do I smell meat in here? (laughs) (laughs) For those of you that don't know, Jim is a practicing vegan. Reason number six. Lost the will to live after hearing about Marvel Universe Online being canceled. (laughs) He did. He really did. I I don't blame you. We had to assemble a a whole group. Uh, Reason number five. Can't stand it when Noah stares at me funny when I say, The Weekend Gaming! (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what that's all about. Who can? Uh, reason number four. I'm actually starting to like the rectal exams when I go through airport security. <laughs> I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, hey. I can see that growing on you. Reason number three. Every time I call Jason Lamb Chop, I get a tingling feeling. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Lamb Chop. And reason number two. I'm not getting enough cyber lately. <laughs> oh, well. And reason number one. I'm too high, hopped up on pain medication, quote-unquote, after the accident, really give a shit anymore. Yeah. Wow, truth man. Truth comes out. So anyway, it's, the truth comes out. Explain yourself, true. Jim. You have uh, a lot. Do I have to? I mean, there was the list right there. I mean, tell me that that wasn't valid. They weren't, they're valid points, right? I just didn't know about the tingling. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I kind of got disturbed. So that's what I've been doing. Well, it's good. To, it's finally revealed. How about you, Mark? What's been going on in your gaming life? Oh, let's see. I have become <laughs> addicted to a um, flash-based tower defense game. Oh, I haven't tried that yet. For you those, showed us that last week. For those of you who are uninitiated, tower defense was made 
famous in such games as Star StarCraft and of course uh, Warcraft Three. And the the mods or the maps for that. And, that is um, one of the funnest Warcraft three mods of all time. So I don't know what what spurred me on, but I started looking for like flash versions of them, and I found a bunch, and they were all pretty good. Then I found this one called Vector Tower Defense that this guy did, and it's on like the third iteration, and it is just awesome, and it's totally addictive. <laughs> and I have been playing that like nonstop. I actually caught myself like trying to mix work with it. Like I was like, well, I could just like do some work and then let the little thing run and then do some work. And I was like, you know, the little warning voice is going off in my head. Mark, Mark, this path leads to madness. You've been here before. You remember? Yeah, I was just like, yeah, but I don't care. I must play it. And that's when I, you know, I was like, I, I didn't eat lunch today. I, I didn't even done anything. So, so yeah, it became. But those are the best kind of games, though, man. Those are like the ones that just suck you in, where you just you lose all track of time. Oh, it's so good. Well, I seem to remember a previous coworker of ours got that addicted to a game, and you actually had to punish him. I did punish him. I blocked the TCP IP ports for him to be able to play while at work. Yeah, perhaps you should do that to yourself. Well, what happened? There's only two ways it could go. One would be that I would lose my family and my my job and find myself in a gutter clutching my stolen laptop from work or something like that. But playing so the podcast. You mean like playing I tower defense you, and occasionally like I found you before we started this podcast. Occasionally, <laughs> yeah, occasionally doing sexual favors to charge my power supply in my laptop <laughs> so I could play more tower defense. Hanging, or, hanging out on Colfax. Or I could come up with the perfect algorithm to beat the fucking thing. Well, I did the latter. Are you so serious? I now can beat like the. Uh, the hardest um, map that's not totally insane and still have like a million and a half gold or dollars at the end. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I've got it like down to a science. So. Is it really pretty cool? It is really, really cool. I'll, I'll expose it to all of you. You sound doubtful. In no. hopes that you will. Well, I'm asking him if it's really cool that you found the perfect algorithm. Oh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it took a lot I mean, of development. I mean, it's cool that he cheated. I didn't cheat. His way to victory. How can you cheat? Cheat to win. I did not cheat. Typical Mark I will show strategy. You, I will show you guys. You'll need about an hour. But I'll show you a game. But uh, anyway, I've been doing that, and I've been, of course, playing WoW. And uh, I got up to level 50 last night, so I'm pretty happy. Cheat at that, too? Uh, no. Have you updated your little ego graph on the website? No, but I'll do that when I uh, when I do the uh, when I release the podcast. I always go through and do it then. So okay, I'm sure we'll we'll all look forward to that one. Uh, <laughs> Speak for yourself. It's strange. I I have this I have this feeling that Noah is attempting the human dynamic we call sarcasm, but. <laughs> It's having limited success on me because I just really don't care. Um, I think it's working so, very yeah. nicely, actually. Good for you, Noah. Good for you. <laughs> what are you I think playing? you're getting, it, getting to him. I think I you think should so. keep it up. I think so. I think I'm going to have to put a little ego graph on the website. Like, um, let's see what would be good. Number <laughs> of times yelled at dog during WoW playing session. <laughs> <laughs> Minutes out. Yub yub. Stop minutes. it, yub yub. <laughs> yeah. He's so fucking it's so obnoxious. It's funny to listen to. <laughs> I love listening to Noah on the headset when we're playing WoW because he's like, no, down, yub yub, down. No, no, yub yub. No, no. Please, please, yub yub. Please, yub yub. That leg is not made for humping. Please stop. You know what's really funny is yub yub's not a dog. 
I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Noah, what, what have what you I've been, been playing? playing? <laughs> <laughs> we, we say Yub Yub's a dog. But. He is a dog. I finished Professor Layton and the Curious Village on the DS, which was super cool. It became a massive obsession until it was done. And then I played some WoW. Oh, really? That's about it. Yeah. Well, well, after all that work to getting the succubus, we just didn't use her. So we just ran yeah, around up well, and down the dead scar doing these stupid, annoying grind missions. I meant to tell you to switch back to her, but I was too distracted by narrowly evading death. Uh, but uh, thanks to stupid other people. Oh, that dumbass pally that backed into the overpowered super boss on the in the zone. That was great. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, nothing too remarkable. No strange lawyer games. No, but the new <laughs> the newest one just came out this week, so I need to go get that. The mullet series continues. <laughs> no, there's no mullet. Just like a cockatiel hairstyle. Oh, cockatiel. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Scary. Well, gee, I think that covers it all. So, Noah, what time is it? <laughs> what time is it? What time is it? Yay! 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 Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Noah's, Noah's undressing Jim with his eyes while, while chewing on a cookie suggestively. Now, I didn't say that in his top... It was like his top ten list didn't include, like... Yeah, there's no ogling involved. He, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, he's dressing him with his... Just eyes. staring at him <laughs> funny. funny. He's got a leisure suit on with pinstripes. are not enough. <laughs> it's like the 300, that but way more dressed. <laughs> oh, boy. What's our first story there, J.J. Genova, slash Lamb Chop, slash Jason? Uh, the CIA wants to find terrorists in World of Warcraft. They exist. Yeah, it says, uh, basically, it says, be careful who you frag, having eliminated all terrorism in the real world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, The U.S. intelligence community is working to develop software that will detect violent extremists infiltrating World of Warcraft and other massive multiplayer games, according to a data, data mining report from the director of national intelligence. So was there like a memo that said like terrorists determined to apparently, strike World of Warcraft yeah, September 11th? Apparently so. Uh, this thing is called the Raynard Project. Raynard. Anyway, the Raynard Project will Raynard, begin Raynard. by profiling online gaming behavior then potentially move on to its ultimate goal of automatically detecting suspicious behavior and actions in the virtual world. Jason, you're so in trouble. Yeah, I know, because every time I scream jihad after I kill somebody... Well, you always do that. You know, never... stop. Jihad! Jihad, bitches! Jihad! Okay, <laughs> what was the name of your character in Ashron's Call? Actually, I did have alts. I had alts called Bin Laden. Yeah. I I admit that. (laughs) You were so Classy lamb chops. That was going to be a target. This was like way, way back. This was way before 
I think it was before even, even the strike happened. on the uh, on the car- on the. Uh, it was before nine eleven even happened. Before anybody even I think even heard of Bin Laden. I never heard of it, and then I was yeah. like, "Why are you called? Why are all your characters' last names Bin Laden?" So here's a question I have: What does MMORPG stand for? Massive multiplayer online role playing game. I thought it was rock paper gun. <laughs> yeah, rock paper gun. <laughs> what the okay, fuck? I'm okay, I'm role playing. But Jim, if you role play, it shows your inner, nurturing <laughs> yourself a right way, and, and you are nurturing way. your inner terrorist by playing factions that are not good. Rest me now, Jim. When you when you dress up and I just want boobies. I know. <laughs> when you dress up in those go-go boots and you, and you give your female avatar big boobs and whatnot, it's showing your true self. It's a cry for help. Damn it. And the guns, too. That guns. Yeah, he's, guns traded, in, he's traded in guns for guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this other than um, I really think it's time that our government spends their money, uh, my money, the taxpayers' money a little better because this is fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But you know what? Is it, are are any of, are any of you surprised? No, not really. Yeah, you know, which is sick. Which is it sick is. in itself. It because, is because you know, we become kind of just like oh geez, accepting yeah, of it. Here we yeah. go again. You know, I, I love the World's in Motion uh, dot biz article on this. You know where where the guy. Who did they quote here? I think it's Club Penguins Lane Merrifield. Um, he, he says basically maintaining safety in the environment is round the clock job that requires continuous live moderation, suggesting that automated behavior monitoring is impossible. Why exactly? Because Club Penguin users can learn and develop their own ways to get around the restrictions, of course. If a kid's world can't create automation to prevent 12 year olds from swearing, it seems doubtful that the government could automate behavior tracking for determined and organized violent adults, which I think is a totally valid point. I mean, yeah, if you can't stop a little 12-year-old kid from saying fuck you, you know, in the Barons chat somewhere, you <laughs> yeah. know, then you can't you can't find terrorists. You know, I wonder if it's just really there's some government employee who's like a hardcore WoW player and proposed right. this, and they're like, yeah, that makes good sense. Good idea. Like, That's sweet, way I get paid. That is game. Yeah, you know, he probably got paid like a little extra <laughs> well, bonus. Well, He's they were like, like, you're brilliant. They're like, well, we were going to take our $2,000 hammer up to the $5,000 hammer model, or we could put all the money into this. <laughs> so... It's got to be a pretty sweet job. Oh, I'm playing WoW. I'm looking for terrorists. Um, I'm developing am, a, I'm one of the heroes. I'm looking for terrorists. It's just another example. <laughs> I'm in the Barons looking for terrorists on the Barons chat. It's been going on for the past eight years. And I know we always promise not to get too political on this show, but damn it, sometimes it has to be done. Well, just, when somebody offers you real-world guns for Golden WoW... Possible terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so, somebody's offering you. Uh, well, my name like is a Ahmed. couple, I am couple thousand pounds of C four. Yeah, in exchange for your epics, I'll give you a dirty yeah. bomb for an epic mount. <laughs> <laughs> Done deal. A dirty bomb. <laughs> this is my rifle. There are many like it, but this, this one, one is, is mine. mine. Hi, <laughs> Joker. Hi, Joker.
<laughs> Jim's buying gold. <laughs> buying gold. I don't even play World of Warcraft. No, man. I'm going to buy, I'm gonna buy some gold and buy a new character. I'm going to sell it to Mark. That brings us to our next news story, Jason. What's jingling in your pocket, buddy? What is our next news segment? Our next news segment is about Blizzard's formal statement or reaction to gold buying using real-world money to buy gold currency in World of Warcraft and the negative repercussions that it has on the development team, on other game players, and on the overall experience as a whole. Do you mean that purchased gold comes at every player's expense? I couldn't have said it better, and in fact, Blizzard <laughs> couldn't say it any better than that either because that's exactly what they wrote. <laughs> really? Wow. You should be a PR guy for Blizzard. I guess I should. And then at the bottom it says, Players who buy gold are supporting spamming, botting, and keylogging, activities that diminish the gameplay experience for everyone else. The main gist of their article is that beyond the ethical issue, there's a lot worse things that could happen. You could pay for the service, and then you could go into find that your hard-earned money-paid character actually gets hacked later on by the same company. And that's been happening quite a bit from what I keep hearing. Yeah, you, you pay once and then... You end, up, you're, you end up logging into your character the next day and you find that you've been stripped of all your gear and gold. And <laughs> Where do you think they get it from? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're into recycling. They're very, They're very green. <laughs> <laughs> and they are very green. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, it's causes a constant slowdown on Blizzard's staff because they have to put people aside to monitor for this, look for hacks, track people down that are cheating, deal with people that are offering the services, and do all this maintenance. Store characters who have been hacked and, and whatnot. Yeah, it's... And then it, yeah, you it's, have to deal with the ridiculous claims of the hacky. I had four level 70s with with uh, all tier, all tier epics. six epics. Yeah. And Blizzard's solution to all of this is, don't do it. If you don't do it, then the companies will go away by paying money to these companies. You're creating a victim of yourself and everyone else in the game. The thing is, is that it's not going to go away. In a game this big? No. No. No, I mean, it's there, a major... There's too much... I mean, if you're you're talking 10 million subscribers to World of Warcraft, you know, I mean, that you're it's, it's huge, man. I mean, the, the gold... The gold industry, the virtual currency industry, is just too huge right now. I mean, in, in any game. I mean, yeah, there's some games that really, you know, you really don't have to buy, you know, virtual currency for because it's so stupid and so ridiculously easy and the economy really doesn't even exist anyway to support it. But, you know, a lot of these games do, you know, and... And they they realize that and shoot if some kid's gonna plunk down ten bucks to buy, you know however many gold or however many you know EQ platinum or what or whatnot, you know they're they're gonna be in business. I mean it's a huge business, billion dollar business probably at this point. I would I would think, and it's gotta be pretty big. I mean, it's gotta be huge. Well, and it reflects a lot of people's reaction to what is either a good thing or a bad thing about the game design which is the grind a lot of people don't want to put that much time into it but they still want the rewards but the game's designed to be grinded through 
whether you like it or not, and that's how you get the gold. That's how you get the success. Oh yeah, it's always a huge grind of fun, and and I, I think I, I thought it was one one of the hilarious points was made on AFK Gamer, mm-hmm. a you know fairly popular blog site. And uh, he posted, he, he reposted, like, the, that bottom part, you know, on the, on the parchment graphic. that said, Players who buy gold are supporting spamming, botting, and keylogging activities that diminish the gameplay experience for everyone else. And then right below it, he inserted, 6,000 gold for an epic flying mount isn't helping either. <laughs> 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 Which I kind of thought was funny. And because it, it's true. It's true. You know, it's, it's, it's so true. It's like, yeah, you know, if you didn't have to grind... 6,000 gold for an epic mount. Yeah, grinds are always a substitute for effort and other content, right? It's like, well, this will slow them down for a while. Yeah, it's either you buy gold or you or you sell your body off for sex like that one <laughs> skank did, right? <laughs> I think I'll go to Craigslist. And yeah, I'll go to Craigslist and whore myself out to everyone. I will be mounted epically. <laughs> <laughs> and according to her, she did get mounted epically, and in fact, the guy got double his money. He did. He did. Let's what I hope. think is good about it, I, I think it's good that Blizzard finally made a public statement what their stance is on it, that they have an opinion about it, that they have a formal reaction and they can point people to that if ever there were a question about the whole practice of buying gold. And it would almost seem 100% pure if the other solution to this problem wasn't also being enacted by Blizzard. Because there's one solution that says, hey guys, don't do it. Make the problem go away on your own. The the other solution that they could provide is, hey, why don't we just start selling things ourselves? And then it can be official, and then we can legalize it. Well, and they are. And yeah, it's coincidentally very close in timing to them posting this moralistic take on gold farming. They also have announced they're selling level 70 characters. Yeah, I know, but they claim it's not really, you know, it's like, oh, but this can't be real money trading, can it? You know, we're we're not dealing in you know, microtransactions, really, but but apparently now you could pay twenty dollars to to get on a special server where you have yourself automatically leveled to seventy. You get yourself, you know, Epics. a full set of epic gear, and, and you can go. Epic. You know, it's 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 in the it's in the esports apparently where they're planning this big old you know battle competition yeah it seems to be a pvp it's an arena thing it's all about the arena and it's It's a tournament for cash in the real world is the defender the the thing is is that there's going to be like thousands and thousands of people who buy into this thing for twenty dollars a pop and god knows how much money they're going to make off so yeah it's a it's an rmt thing but it is at least limited it's not like it's temporary it's way better than the well i don't know i mean are they able to transfer their characters over after they surely not gear up and just say oh Oh, Can they stay on the server and not play anything else? But that only happens in EverQuest EVP? too. If you if you make them happy on the test realms, well, no, they have their own. Uh, was it station players realms or whatever? Yeah, they do have their own like, station <laughs> exchange or whatever. Where they yeah. Can... So yeah, they're limited servers. I don't think it's going to be anything. You know, it's not like you can buy a level 70 for any realm or anything like that. It's yeah, just... you can only go in one area, and it's all for the arena. So yeah. Yeah, but Thing I mean, is, though, if, if you, it's a special if, realm, I mean, do you get what? to keep that character on that realm and play mm-hmm. the rest of the game yeah, on that sure. realm? Yeah, sure you could. 
But so, so it's no yeah. different than what than what uh, EverQuest Two does, really. If you think about it. Oh no, I was referring to the incident where those guys made them happy. That guild made them happy oh, yeah, on the that, test drum, and they totally different. They geared them up on a normal that, server. Yeah, that was like way stupid. Yeah, that was that was a blunder of epic proportions. Epic proportions. Epics. But epics, epics. I think the, I think it's. I think this is like okay. It's like they're leveraging their arena system to try to. I think they're just trying to really get that you know defined as an esport. You know. I don't dig the arena stuff personally. I like the battlegrounds better, which I may I am probably the only person in the world who feels that way with with <laughs> WoW. But I I just don't dig the arena. So what, you're the, you're the guy who goes AFK in the middle of the battlegrounds and just lets it's the only else way, do man. It. I fish. Yeah, everybody I fish else just does the work for you. No, I don't. <laughs> Plus they have they have uh, ways to catch you now for that. So, um. I guess the whole point is it is a little hypocritical uh, in some ways, but... Well, it's got a lot of people cheesed off. I mean, I went to, uh, what is it, Tobald's blog site, and he's pretty, pretty hardcore, you know, World of Warcraft blogger out there, and uh, same as uh, the hardcore casual, uh, Sin Cain. You know, and, and for, you know, it was kind of funny because I went to both of their... I went to both of their blog blogs right after I read this, and they both said the same thing. And they actually agreed with each other, which is rare because if you if you've read these two blog posts for any extended period of time, you know that they don't agree with each other at all ever. Yeah. And this is like the only time that they've actually agreed on something <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> no. So that scared me to begin with. I felt the earth get cold as hell. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of a. It was kind of a fun, you know, just kind of a fun read on both of their their sites. They essentially just kind of say the same thing. They're like, oh, you know, you know, they come out and they say, oh, we're totally against RMT. You know, we're we're totally against it. And then they come out with this. But they have put their money where their mouth is. I mean, they've gone after gold farmers. It's true. I mean, I don't think the other publishers. It's true. But see, the thing is, I don't even think they're able to really catch them as much. I don't think Blizzard is able to catch these gold farmers as much as they claim. Only the huge organized American side ones. I don't think they're able to reach the long arm of Blizzard across the water. Yeah, I I, I don't think that they act hard. I think that they might. I I mean, I I really want to know the percentage. I'd love to see what percentage of, you know, gold farming that they're actually able to you know, deter. I think it's very small. I think it's like in the single digits, probably low single digits. I think the the real um, the, of all the things that they listed as the what it what it causes gold farming, it's really the key logging that's the biggest problem. That I, I think it is. I, I don't I think heard. it destroys the economy as much as they say it might. No, it just it creates a whole bunch of work for their already overstressed support group. Right. So that. That kills them right there. To instead of be instead of dealing with people who are stuck in the geometry like me, who actually <laughs> kind of exploited the game by leveling as I as I floated underneath um, uh, um, uh, underneath one city and ended up in like Azura or whatever. How in the hell did that happen? I have no idea. I was standing there, fell through the geometry, kept petitioning because the auto unstick thing didn't work. I was waiting for the GM, and I just kept floating. I logged out, logged in. I was still floating, but I was floating through the world, and I leveled doing it. It was really weird. 
but they're not able to handle stuff like that because they're too busy restoring accounts and trying to sort it out. And there have been people who are well, like um, Randy from the instance he was he got his account hacked during Christmas, mm-hmm. and he was the guild leader right after they did the guild bank thing, and everything right. was cashed out. Everything. They, so what a sticky situation to have to restore all that stuff, you know. Yeah, you know, it's a real pain in the butt, and they have to deal with all that stuff, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, part of me is thinking, well, you know, it's coming, and it's here, and it's going to be here. It's not going to go away. You know, the the only way it goes away is if people stop buying gold, and that ain't going to happen. Doesn't seem to be slowing down. Doesn't seem like people go, is this the right thing to do? (laughs) One thing that is funny, though, is that all the game developers refer to it as an illegal activity, and it's not in any way illegal. No. It's against their user Yeah, it's just against their user But it's not illegal, but every one of them, Sony, uh, you know, SOE, Blizzard... You know, and it's like... And and here's the the funny thing with with this whole esports thing, is that they're saying, okay, it's $20 for you to get into, you know, get into this tournament, apparently... Well, isn't that a form of legalized gambling, maybe? You know, that, that's what I'm saying, you know? It's like, it's like, what's the difference between going to Vegas and putting me putting down, like, a $200 buy-in at a poker table and then somebody putting in $20 here to, you know, get an instant level 70 full of epics to participate in this tournament where there's a prize pool. A cash payout. For, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think there's really any difference thing there. Is, you know? I don't know. It's it's just an odd thing. Bad bad timing on their part. Very bad timing on their part with that with that you know gold gold buying announcement there. Lesson from Noah the Grammatic Grammatician, Grammarian, Grammatician, a pretty talker, as I like to call him. He talks pretty. He uses words he, I've never heard he before. He uses big words. He uses words like anti-neo disincentivize. <laughs> Tell us more, great one. Tell us how we should add prefixes to words. Yeah, well, as Mark said earlier, you can make any word you want with hyphen. Fucking a. There you go. There's one. Yeah. Actually, with the apostrophe and I. Uh, yeah, I like the apostrophe. <laughs> apostrophe. What are can you good. make with a hymen? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not a virgin. <laughs> Wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Put the virgins away. <clears throat> well, so you're speechless. I don't have this story pulled up. I couldn't. Noah's having troubles navigating. Rather than pausing the podcast like we should. We yeah. will watch as he struggles through. No, Mark, how about you talk about it? <laughs> Go. Uh, Noah's, I have my reaction Noah's to it. Still not really. Anyway, able this to this do article it. opens up with <laughs> games should dis- incentivize disincentivize disincentivize yeah. long periods of play. Which, which when I read the word disincentivize, his head exploded. My brain exploded. <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, "What in the hell?" That was my sound effect. 
That was really good, Jim. Uh, it's a. Uh, this is some kind of a select committee here. No pond. evidence of harm doesn't mean that there's no harm. So yeah, this is the new. There's gamers are kind of concerned about the new prime minister jumping on the games are evil bandwagon, and surely that actually happened in some respects. In that you games know somebody, evil, some kid knifed somebody else, and like he blamed it on a game, and the prime minister's like games are the root of all evil, and so some committee looked into games and provided some recommendations on how games should be. And redesigned. it's always about the children. The, the name of this this. Uh, group is called the Children's Charities Coalition. For internet safety. For internet safety, yes. Who gave evidence at the Culture, Media, and Sports Select Committee hearing today. You can see the full story over at gamesindustry.biz. But there is actually a, a number of wonderful quotes from here. And the guy's actually, his name is Professor Livingston, which just adds up. <laughs> Professor Livingston? <laughs> yes. Poindexter Livingston? Sonia. Yeah, she, Professor, these are quotes from the gamesindustry.biz article. Professor Livingston raised the subject of age ratings in games and highlighted reports that large numbers of children played games at home that, according to the ratings, were not appropriate. And it's later suggested that parents are interpreting these ratings as a skill level, not an actual content rating. So So a parent sees, oh, this game is impermature. That means that... Only people who are 17 years old or older would be able to grasp the concepts of the game, be able to play it successfully. Wow. That's, like, so wise. <laughs> it's very logical, isn't it? It is. It's, um... So, 17, you're finally able to play the game, and in 18, you can go die in a war for your country. It's the same as the movie rating. But at 21, you can finally drink alcohol. That's but true. But according to John Carr, the executive secretary, you actually have children dying at their consoles. Oh, I, I hear. Well, <laughs> yesterday my son he looked like he was near death as he played his game, and I thought, well, you know, what I game knew were this you was forcing happen. him to play? Uh, it was called um, "Sit and Stare at the Ball," uh, which Whoa. he does a lot. But it's a game, and you know, I could sense that he was near death. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> I swooped in there. We were able to revive him with some cookies, and uh, luckily, and you're a good parent. I am one you of the good sp- ones. You can spot. You know, Mark. Nope. No. Acor- according to the this, signs it, it, of, you know, yeah. it says no concrete evidence of harm. Doesn't mean that there's no harm. This this bullshit that you know what I think harms kids, illiteracy. I think, yeah. <laughs> um, dis- 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 <laughs> you must disincentivize <laughs> the dis- prognostitude of the proclivitism. I think I think unliteracy. Unliteracy is the um, mm-hmm. when, when kids are are, are, are unliterate. It's I, very non good. It's they're, un- <laughs> they're like exactly. non-illuminated. Um, well, I'll tell you though. I, all kidding aside, I think this like sentiment that games are evil and that the rating system doesn't exist or is ignored by everyone and not enforced and all this stuff is so pervading our our mass media and our culture right now that it got to my crazy Republican parents, right? And so I wasn't going to do this, but. This is just such a perfect segue. He who I, preaches about politics. I'm going to read... <laughs> this is the third time you talked about politics tonight. I know, I can't help it. I'm going to read this email Obama, my, my, my very <laughs> caring mother sent me. Oh my god, um, you're bringing your mom into I'm this? I have to, Dude. because it's so funny. Because this is like all that... This is all she has to worry about is video game violence, right? Corrupting her grandson. Yeah. And so it says... 
Now we are seeing the results of an entire generation generation having been desensitized to violence through video games. What are you, as a parent, going to do? She poses this <laughs> she, question to me. That's what she wrote. I, you? as a grandmother, and am emailing our senators and congressmen demanding that hearings be held immediately on the violence inspired by violent video games. You're Will you be joining me? me? Oh I don't want any of our family to fall victim <laughs> to this sort of mindless violence. Oh, dude. Then, but then it gets better. Your dad and I are considering applying for concealed carry permits just so we can protect ourselves. What? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to try to carry firearms because they're afraid of video game games violence? On the matter, love, mom. I'm like, you realize... O-M-F-G. <laughs> Dude, there's not an acronym that even comes close to what... No! I started, O-M-F-G doesn't even do, do it justice. Knowing who I am, I started... The, oh, I'm my like, God! I'm like, Mom, I, I, do a, I do a gaming blog and podcast. I've been a gamer since I knew what a game was. There's, you know... I haven't killed anyone. I don't even have That's a criminal concern. I have the, the, the worst thing I've ever done was got a parking ticket and thrown a guy off a stage at Red Rocks or whatever. So, so I mean, the, I haven't done you any, backed into my car. I backed into your car, yeah. But I was sober. But so the grandparents <laughs> are thinking about packing heat. That's the best part. They're all worried about this mindless <laughs> violence, and they're like, "Your dad and I are considering applying." You're for making this up. No, do you? You're so full of crap. I'm not. You're so full of There's no way. Oh no, Mark's just destroyed the podcast. Oh. No, it's just oh, it's the monitor got Game over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not making it up, and I'll send you guys the proof. Oh but, my god. But and I couldn't respond to her. I started to write a response. Head exploded. I started, my head would explode if my parents I, sent me I that. I started to write another one and I was like, I just I just don't have the will to do this. So I finally I wrote back and said I said, Oh boy. What stirred you up for this topic? Please tell me it's not Jack Thompson. And she writes back and says, "Who's Jack Thompson?" Oh, like, oh no! So now you've so introduced her to Jack Thompson. I'm like, I'm like, and now she just learned about Google, and it's like, oh no, another member of his flock. You fool! But I mean, this is just how pervasive it is. I mean, the the notion that video, like, it's like the dumbass. Um, thing we saw on Fox News where they were they were like Mass Effect you know right they totally tripped it, basically out basically it's a do-it-yourself so, porn so kit is what it is you can make you can film porn you know you can move the joystick around and that makes you know the you know what it makes oh happen. yeah and the guy is like no, you know what when I no. move my joystick yeah the guy's like the guy, oh, yeah. the guy, the guy that they talked over, <laughs> that they belittled. He's just like trying to say, "No, that has anyone here actually played it? No, we've heard about it though, and that's as good as playing it because we we're re- we're preaching responsible news here. It's, it's totally like, the crucible. It's just ridiculous. just it's just this ridiculous thing, and so you know when you when you when you when you come across these stories like this, it's it's just it's just killing me. Wow, Mark, I. I appreciate you sharing your... I wasn't going to. That I, was the I, best story of the night, right? That, that yeah. was. It was That's, worth the wait. I'm sorry. That was... Damn, dude. I mean, my mom is genuinely concerned. She really does think that there are, like, this. there's this whole new generation. Not to me... I don't know what she thinks of my generation, but this... She obviously doesn't think very highly of us. ...that are desensitized to... In one of her follow-up emails, she's like, yeah, there was a shooting in a school, and it was based on a video game. And it's like, Really? Because you know, you know, out here in Colorado with the Columbine thing, you could say that was based on the Matrix. I don't know what the hell. You know, they had the trench coats. It's like, you know, everything's based on something. But what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to? They're an, they're anomalies. They're they are. They're, they're, there's this like <laughs> one little tiny thing that happens that 
people try to figure out why did this happen? Because you were fucking shitty parents. That's why it happened. Because you, when your kid was crying out for help and attention, what did you do? You were either drinking, or you were ignoring them, or, or you were coming along, or you were playing, or you were, <laughs> or you, you know, you were mowing Mark, your lawn or something like that. Oh, Mark. It's, it's just, it's like everybody looks for a reason why this happens, and the reason is always the, the reason is Only always the same. Hatred can destroy me. <laughs> destroy his parents? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you know, I, I don't know. None they, of these were allusions to your, your no, childhood. No, no, my parents. Are not, I'm just saying that <laughs> they didn't drink or mow the lawn or put you to the side. No, I, I, I don't think so. Except for that one time. Except for that time <laughs> that I found, I woke up in a box. In, in the Walmart parking lot, but, you know, <laughs> they probably had their reasons. That only happened once. Only once that I remember. I don't know. Anyway, it's just, that that's my perspective. I, I dug well, into the, it. Well, the other thing that I thought was just laughable in this article is that games should not be long. You should be rewarded early, get all the good stuff after a minimal amount of effort. Yeah. And then it's over. It's yeah, you, over. Pre- you press a button and it's, I win! Yeah, it's press button. start! You win! <laughs> <laughs> it's like That's the it. don't panic button from Douglas Adams. Or better yet, it's like the, uh, the, it's like the school that you send your kids to where they're like, we don't believe in grades. What we do is we reward all kids equally. I'm like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cookies for Bring everyone. Bring back McCarthyism, for Christ's sake. I'm afraid of communists all of a sudden. I asked wrong. you to draw a circle and you drew the squiggly line. Good boy. Very good. Very Here's good. your cookie. <laughs> this week's Val Victorian will be Vicky, who can actually breathe with her mouth closed. Yay, Vicky. <laughs> oh. Well, that's a great sunshiny note to wrap this show up. I think, I think so. Thanks for putting up with all our crap, I'm everybody. I'm depressed now. Sorry, Jason's <laughs> depressed. Because you're a bad father. Time to listen to some Radiohead. <laughs> and, uh, we'll give you a cookie, don't worry. Yeah. Press Ooh. the easy button. <laughs> Damn it, Noah doesn't have a cookie in his mouth this time. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and tell us what what we what we have to look forward you know, to. There are so many ways I can twist that around. Yeah, I know that's what I was thinking. That's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> Cookies in mouth. <laughs> and on that cookie. classy, intelligent note, that wraps us up. <laughs> we are smart. <laughs> we are We're looking for things to make us go. Yes. <laughs> Our juvenile behavior Will is you make us go accelerating. Uh, we we the generation of gamers that have devolved humanity have been desensitized and de wait I've been desensitized and disincentivized. <laughs> I, I was I'm... just happy to be here. Yeah, we are glad we to were happy to have, have you. Jim. Are you and going to weird. go away from the light now? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ready to go back. <laughs> I consign you to hell for your crimes. <laughs> back, back, demon. Well, I've just been listening to the podcast for the last month, and I thought, wow, you guys are getting so good. I need to bring the quality back down. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Sweet mission accomplished. <laughs> this is great. Actually, it's great to have you back, and we hope our listeners are as thrilled as we are to have you Thank here. You. If you would like to send any welcome back messages or farewell to the darkness messages to Jim, <laughs> you can email us at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. If you have any other 
cool things for us to debate or talk about like we did earlier with Derek's email. Same address, mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. We hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward to hearing from you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production. Director's note. Now it's time for some sweet, sweet killing.